Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Single Season with your host, Allison Wellington. Me, y'all, how y'all doing? Y'all already know that this show is all about helping folks navigate their single season. And so what I do is I help guests to figure out what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, so that they can be found by the partner that they deserve. This episode features Deja, who's having a bit of a struggle during her single season. Let's hear what's going on. Deja, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, Allison? I'm fine, thank you. I'm so glad that you made the time to meet with us. So, Deja, I'm gonna turn the mic over to you. What's going on, what's going wrong during your single season? Well, right now I'm struggling dating. I'm like just navigating because uh, I was married. I've been divorced for about five years now. And I just feel like there's a lot of rules and unspoken rules and all that stuff. And it's just very confusing to me to the point where it's overwhelming. It gives me anxiety to where mm. I'm just turned off from dating a little bit. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Okay. So Deja, talk to me about your ex-husband for a little bit. We're not going to spend too much time on him. But what was the ultimate cause of the breakup? The ultimate cause was I felt like I got a little bit burnt out. Like, even though I was married, mm. it felt like I was a single mother, if that makes mm. sense. So yes. um, it was just very exhausting. And um, ultimately, I decided to part ways because I, I tried to be as patient as I could to let this person kind of come into the fold and everything, but it just didn't work out. So, um, and also there was some cheating involved that kind mm -hmm. of kind of put the nail in a coffin. So yeah, that's how that ended. And now we're just co-parenting. He's in New York city. I'm here in Georgia, but we're making do the best we can with that. <laughs> Understood. Is it safe to say that both of you have moved on successfully? Meaning oh, yeah. that you are not when I say moved on successfully, I don't mean into new relationships, but I mean from each other. Like we're not dealing with each other in any kind of romantic way. This is a healthy co-parenting relationship. Is that safe to say? Well, it's, I would say that we definitely have moved on. He's, uh, I've been in a relationship after the divorce. He has been in a relationship. I know you said not necessarily relationships or anything like that, but um, I would say that we have fully moved on. There is nothing romantic. Uh, what we kind of found that we are two totally different people. We want mm. two totally different things in life. We got married fairly young. So um, I really felt like I didn't really come into myself until I got into my 30s as a woman and just knowing myself a little bit more. So mm. that definitely is over <laughs> as far as that as far as that goes. So yes, we have a co-parent relationship, but because we are different, sometimes we do bump heads time to time, but not to the point to where it's like a toxic thing or anything like that, but we don't always see eye to eye, just be honest. Good, good Deja, because what I was going to say is that before we can proceed in regards to guidance and support for your dating experience, we first need to make sure that that relationship is functional. Of course, you're gonna bump heads. Even couples who are healthily, happily married are gonna bump heads about parenting. So that's normal okay. and natural and that's good. What about okay. the relationship with the child, children and dad? What is that like? Um, I mean, it's, it's a healthy relationship. We have a good relationship with his family and everything. I, I even talk and we talk and check in with each other all the time. So I would yeah. say it's a very healthy thing. Yeah. My son goes there during holidays and like the summer and things like that. So we pretty much 
try to co-parent that way. So I would say it's a good situation. <laughs> okay, good. So now that that's clear, now that we have a, a healthy foundation set for you to move forward, let's start navigating the dating scene and your single season. So okay. you said something that's really key. And I know historically, especially women have gotten married younger and now we're transitioning into a more modern age where folks are getting married older. And I know that there's some negative connotation to that, but one of the key things that you said is that I've come into myself. I mm -hmm. know what I want. And so mm -hmm. that's what happens many times when relationships fail is because people get married very young and they don't even know who they are or what they right. want. And then once we establish ourselves as young adults in our career and what we desire, then we recognize and realize that both parties don't want the same things. And that's a problem. So the good side of this is that because you are older, you are more established and you are clear mm -hmm. on what you want. Now, if you've been yes. following me at all on social media, you know that I always mm -hmm. talk about the non-negotiables. Deja, have you established what your non-negotiables are? What are the behaviors and traits that your future husband, if you desire marriage, sorry for being presumptuous, do yes, you desire do. marriage again? Okay, good. I do. What are the non-negotiables that you have established for your next husband, your next and last husband? Okay, so the first one would be that I would like a person that ha is a Christian um because it's it's hard when a person isn't in that lifestyle and you're, it feels like you're kind of trying to pull them so i'd rather not pull anybody to anything i want them to already have us be established but at the same time i don't want a person that is i don't even know how to put this without the sound of that a fanatic yes um to where if i want to drink or if i want to have fun and that type of thing it's like oh we shouldn't do that like i don't i don't want someone that's like that but someone i could pray with we go to church and but it's not like uh so restrictive because you're a fanatic and everything like that so you put it perfectly i would say the second one would be just a man that keeps his word um mm -hmm. consistent that's very important to me um because it's not like i'm your mother or um, i'm not going to spank you or punish you but <laughs> i don't one of my pet peeves is a person telling me they're going to do something i don't care how small it is uh, and you don't do it. Or mm -hmm. if you can't do it, because we're all human, we're not perfect, you just not being considerate enough to tell me that you can't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's that. And then on top of that, just someone that's okay with me having a child. I do have one child from that previous marriage. So uh, that person would have to be, oh, like just not trying to be in competition and things like that. I understand my husband has to be first once, you know, I'm married and everything like that. But I still don't want a person creating situations because there's some type of jealousy because of my love for my son. Like I have seen weird situations. I haven't been in that situation yet, but I have seen weird situations like that. It does come up. So uh, that's like a non-negotiable for me because, you know, me and my son were a package deal and they will have to accept my son and my son will have to accept them as well. And we can move forward. So I would say those are like my top three negotiables. And I would say the fourth one, is very important. I would like someone that's um because I have interest in entrepreneurship and things like that. I would like someone that shares the same interest to where mm -hmm. we can talk about it and we can build together in that realm. Um if you, if a person is just a career person and they're just satisfied with that, that's okay. But mm -hmm. I would like to share a journey with a person that is in that realm of entrepreneurship as well because that's something that 
I want in everything as far as lifestyle. So yeah, I will say that's like the fourth one. That's pretty much it. Okay, Dej. <laughs> so I'm going to interrupt you just for a second because I want to make sure that we do talk about those four. Okay. You know that normally I say I give you guys like five to six. We do not make a laundry list because that's mm -hmm. impractical and unreasonable. It is. So I'm going to stop you at the four, even though I do I do allow y'all to have six, okay? Because I want to talk about them. I want to stop One at thing the four I want to say, number one, <laughs> is that I want you to change your language a little bit. Okay. You said, I would like, I would mm -hmm. prefer, but that's okay. Non-negotiables, those are lines yeah. that we are drawing in the sand. He either has sure. it or he doesn't have it. And if right. he doesn't right. have it, he's an inappropriate match, right? Okay. And so okay. my husband must be a Christian man. The mm -hmm. way that I define someone who is really walking in their Christianity is he's a praying man and he attends church. However, I want... I require, not maybe, kinda, sort, I need you to be really solid firm. and standing, right, yes. and firm and standing your ground in what you require. Because I can tell you okay. now, so far, four out of six, very reasonable. And okay, I tell people cool. when they're being unreasonable all of the time, okay? Okay, that So I need you to be better. firm in that, right? Okay. And be very clear in your definition. So I'm, I'm, I like the Christian, I like the way that you defined it, but make sure, this is a must. This is a, must, is a must, okay? Must. Now, I do want to touch on when you, um, in regards to when the we talked about the relationship with your son. And I know you yeah. said that was that hasn't been your personal experience, but you've yeah. seen examples or have heard stories of like conflicts between yeah. um, potential stepfathers and sons. And I want yeah. to say this. I know that down the line, we're not talking about now in, in, when you're dating, right? But down mm -hmm. the line, there's going to be conflict between his father, biological father, and him. The mm -hmm. conflict between a male figure and a boy is natural. There, I don't okay. know if he plays any sports. If you ever seen like a football coach, when they start <laughs> grabbing the mask, that is the nature of their relationship, right? Okay. That young boy is gonna be challenging the older gentleman. The older gentleman doesn't wanna be, you know, shown off by the young man who's gonna be, right. that's the nature of the game. So I don't want you to be afraid of a challenge. Now we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about yeah. neglect. He ignores him. They don't even talk to yeah. each other for weeks on end. But conflict between an older guy, an older male figure, right, father figure, and a boy is the nature of the game. Sometimes okay. it'll make you feel uncomfortable. You may even see it again with his own biological father, and it may make you feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? I don't right. know if, you know, how long you guys were together when your son was coming up, but I'm sure there have been instances where you might have heard a raised voice that you didn't like, a tone <laughs> that you didn't like. You might have not challenged yeah. dad in front of the, why you got to talk to our son like that, right? That's yeah. the nature of the game. So I need you to, to, to suck it up. It makes you yeah. feel a little bit more uncomfortable because that's not his bio dad, but that's what it is. Now, your son, does he or has he had in history of challenging male figures, teachers, coaches, or anything of the sort? I don't know. He's a very sweet little boy. And I do want to elaborate a little bit more on the son thing, but to answer your question, though, um... He actually wants me to get into a relationship. He actually yeah. is supportive of it. He's 10 years old. Mm -hmm. He's he wants me. He's like he, he wants me to find a good man. Like he's very um intelligent and very sweet person. Like he actually yeah. supports it. And I feel like he he wants to see me in a very healthy and happy relationship. So mm -hmm. um and just to elaborate a little bit more, I do want a man that will come in and be a father figure because I mean essentially I would love for a man to be that um not that I wouldn't allow a man to discipline my son I don't mean like abuse or anything like that mm -hmm. 
but I will allow, I just have to feel, trust his leadership enough. Um, I have to feel safe enough to allow men to do that. Cause I also have seen on the flip side where perhaps a woman didn't allow a man to do that, that yes. is the stepfather world and that ends up causing conflict. So I'm definitely yes. cognizant of that. And I wouldn't yes. want to cause that. I just want to trust the man enough as far as his leadership and his guidance and things like that. But I just want to make sure it's not out of jealousy. Just to be clear, it's not out of jealousy because of, of love for my son. That's where it gets a little weird, you know, but mm -hmm. I, on a flip side, I do understand that a man, I have to allow a man to do that. So I don't, yes. and I'm totally fine with that. As long as it's not, it's done out of love and not out of yes. spite. <laughs> I just Absolutely. want to elaborate on that. <laughs> Good, good. And Deja, I want to also say this point. I, I'm so glad that you mentioned this. A lot of times when when I speak with women, especially moms, or when I see other conversations online or where have you, there's this permeating statement of my child has a father. I don't need a stepfather. I don't need a father figure for my child. And let me tell you that that is an unattractive statement to make and yeah. an unrealistic statement to make. It really is. They when they say that, they believe that, well, if I'm not applying as much pressure or responsibility on my next mate, then that puts us in a position where I'm coming across of a, of a, as a more attractive mom, right? Like, I know that moms are seen as less desirable, but if I'm not putting the responsibility of pseudo-fatherhood on him, then that means that I'm more likely to, no, 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 no. Because if you are dating and want to marry what we would yeah. consider, I'm sure, a good man, a good man wants to be a positive role model for all of the people around him, and especially the, the, the son or the daughter of his wife. Exactly. And by default, if they're living in the home, yes. how could they? It would be unconscionable for them to be living in the home with a child and not help raise that child and not help mold that child. So I'm glad that you realized, Deja, that it is important that he has a father figure, even though he has an active, loving, biological father. So I'm glad that you recognize that. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's reasonable. So I'm not trying to be... I, well, not that I'm trying to be. I just... I've thought about it. I had time mm -hmm. to meditate on the things that I truly want. And just like you said, I do need to change my language, everything, because those those non-negotiables are the things I must have. You know, yes. those are I want a person with character, you know, no matter where you are, you're the same person and all that stuff. Like you're not I you know, you one way when we're dating and then you switch up on me. I just 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 get just give me who you are. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I'm going to give you who I am and let's see, if, you know, we're compatible. That's all I want. You know, no games. <laughs> Got it. Now, yeah. there's something key that you said, and I want to make sure that we're clear on. You mentioned a desire for entrepreneurship. Yes. Is that a must? Now, I'm not telling mm. you not to choose it because for some people it is a must. But I want to be clear because your language was, again, a little wishy. So, well, if he has a career, it's okay. Is it okay or is it not okay? What are we saying? No, I mean, what I was saying was, when I brought up the whole career thing, if he is a man that is um, in his career and that's all he wants, I would say that we wouldn't be compatible because, okay. um, like, I, I see it a little bit deeper. Like, I see entrepreneurship as a way of freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, I want, I want my freedom. Um, don't get me wrong. I love my, I love what I do. I love taking care of people and things like that. However, I would love to spend more time with my family. I would love to create memories. Um, I don't want to have to request time off and things like that. 
I want to be able to pass on generational wealth and um, et cetera. Not that a person can't do that with a career. I just see it as a freedom thing. And yes. I want someone that has the same ideologies as me that see it the same way. I think that's pretty much where I'm at. Like I see it as I want freedom and I'm trying to get my freedom. I'm trying to get out the matrix and I want someone that's there to support me. And we, we have, we, we can conversate about it. And even if I have ups and downs in a business, like that person can, you know, talk me through it or give me pointers and that type of thing. So that's why I said, I want someone that's in that realm. I, I don't require, I, I, requ I require, I require, okay. I, requ <laughs> I require someone in that realm because that's the direction that I have been going. So yes, that's where I'm at. Okay. All yeah. right. And now we're going to touch on, we're going to go backwards. Number two, but the last one of the four where you talked about consistency. Now you said mm -hmm. that you don't have a lot of experience in the dating scene since your divorce. So is this your experience, your limited experience, or is this the experience of others where you're finding that gentlemen are not as consistent as you would like? I think it, I think it also stems from childhood, to be honest with you. Um, you know, like my dad, <laughs> you know, he, uh, you know, God, he, God rest his soul. Uh, he was a good man, but he wasn't there at the same mm -hmm. time. He would promise certain things like far as calling, um, didn't call for my birthday, little things. So it kind of stems, it does stem from that, not even kind of stems from that. Mm -hmm. So that was my first lesson of not liking consistency from a man that is. Mm -hmm. And just fast forward, you know, in the dating world and things like that, um, I have dated, you know, I have dated, you know, since my divorce. Um, I've been in one relationship since my divorce that I'm no longer, I'm single now, mm -hmm. but, um, it's still something that I just just know that that's a pet peeve of mine. And it's it's, it's okay if you can't do something. That's the, that's the only thing. I'm reasonable. Yeah. I just would like for a person to be considerate enough to say, hey, um, you know, hey, I'm caught up or whatever, like, or I can't do this thing you asked me to do or the thing that I volunteered because some people volunteer to do things, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is it takes it to the pet peeve to a whole nother level. Like, why would you volunteer to do something and turn around and not do it? So, yes, um, I, I, it does stem from that. It started from childhood, and now I'm seeing sometimes it's hard for people to be consistent, you know? So that's something that I want in a partner. That's a non-negotiable, that, you know, you keep your word, your word is your bond, because that's how I operate. So yes. I, I want someone with the same type of, mentality as me when it comes to that <laughs> understood so let's talk about the questions you should be asking okay. and the behaviors you should be paying attention to so that you can assess whether or not a potential partner have those things okay so behaviors and questions uh, number one when we talk about the consistency that's going to be something you have to observe over time that's not hey by the way, would you consider yourself a consistent person who has great communication <laughs> skills, right? Like, and people, people ask that in interviews and then you're gonna get a BS answer. We don't wanna waste our time. That's no. something you have to observe over time. So that means that if you meet this gentleman online or you meet him in person at an event and you exchange information and you exchange numbers, is he a person who texts? Is he a person who calls? Is there a balance between the two? You're not gonna get 100% phone calls. Like that's just life, it's 2023, right? Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't also only get text messages. You can't learn people. You can't figure out who they are and what their interests are through text only. Right. So is there a good balance of the two? Does he initiate some of those calls? There has to be some reciprocity, Deja. 
Absolutely. Right? I'm, I'm looking around a 60, 40, Can I right? Like he should. I'm non negotiable. What? Which, which one? Reciprocity. Oh, reciprocity. Yes. Well, yeah, well, that's going to be with the consistency, right? Okay. Like that, okay. that he's that he's showing up, that he's calling, that he's texting, that he sets dates in a reasonable amount of time, like all those things. Okay. So I'm talking about the reciprocity coming from you because that's one of the major mistakes that women are making is that they have an expectation that guys are supposed to just give, give, give. They're supposed to call all of the time. They're supposed to text all of the time. And then we, as women, are supposed to sit back and be on the receiving end. And that's not realistic. We are in a very awkward place right now in terms of transitioning from traditional roles to modern expectations right and so each each sex this is not one-sided each sex wants the best parts of either side the women want the traditional things that are to benefit of us and then we want to reject the ones that are not and the same thing from the gentlemen they want the traditional but the things that are it doesn't work like that. So there is an expectation of reciprocity from us that we are texting some of the time, that we are calling some of the time, that we are not the first date, not the second date, but perhaps asking about when are we going to get together next week for date number three, potentially paying for date number four. There, we have to also show these guys that we are interested in them because if they are catching wind that potentially we're not, rightfully so, they should remove themselves. Right. Just like right. we should. Right. So right. making sure there's reciprocity. But back to the original point of for that consistency, you have to observe it. Does he call? Does he text? Does he set up a date in a reasonable amount of time? What's a reasonable amount of time within connecting with each other on the phone? Two weeks. OK, two weeks is a reasonable amount of time to say, hey, what are you doing this week? I'm not available. I'm taking my brother out for his 40th birthday party. What are you doing next weekend? That's a reasonable okay. amount of time, okay? And then okay. after that date, is there follow-up? Do you continue to get to know each other? Are you talking consistently? Are there potentially some video chats, right? So you're, there's a little bit more depth. I get to read your body language. Is there a conversation within a few months about meeting friends, meeting family members? So that's what we're looking for in terms of consistency. Phone calls, text messages, and dates. Okay. That's what you have to observe over time. That's not something that you can ask, okay? Now, so that's one. Let's move on to the Christianity piece. That's something you could okay. be a little bit more direct about. You can ask okay. someone, and the way that I would ask it is something like, do you believe in a higher power? Now, I know higher power is a little general, right? However, yeah. what you want to do is you want to open up the door so that if someone does have a different belief system, they believe that you might potentially give them a chance no matter what their answer is. But if you say, are you a Christian? Do you live a Christ-like life? You using phrases like that, that's already giving me the answer that I know that you want to hear, which means yeah. I am more likely than not to lie if it's not the answer that I know you want to hear. Just because I think that you're pretty deja, I want you to give me a chance, right? So do, do you believe in a higher power opens up the door? It sounds like I might rock with whatever answer you give me. And then so I might say, you know, oh, I'm spiritual, which isn't in alignment with you, but we'll talk about what to do with that in a moment. You might say, um, you know, I believe in Allah. That's not in alignment with you, right? So we're going to gather that answer. And then if it is, I believe in God or whatever, now we can transition to more specific questions. Is there a church that you attend, right? Then from that answer, it might be, are you a part of any ministries, right? Or um, what are some of the things, and this is a good question, like what are the, some of the things about Christianity that 
are kind of a turnoff for you that you don't align with, right? And then let's hear what that answer is. It may be a problem, it may not. Let's see. You know, I think that people are a little bit too too hard on Christians when it comes to, and then that answer might be in alignment with you when you said, you know, we can have a drink every now and again. We can go right. to a party and listen to secular music every now and again. Yeah. So let's see what that answer looks like, right? You gather that information because dating is data. All we're doing is collecting data while having fun to see if someone's an appropriate match. And if that data is in alignment with you, then you like him, hopefully he likes you, and then we continue this process of getting to know each other, going out on dates, so on and so forth. If it's not in alignment, what do you say? So what I would do is I would still continue the convo. If we're on the phone, I might transition from that topic. I would still get to know them. I don't, I'm not gonna just bang it on them, right? Hang up the phone, but I'll continue the convo. And then I might finish off and I say, well, you know, James, it was a pleasure to meet you. It was a pleasure to connect with you. However, I don't think that we're looking for the same things or I don't think that we're in the same places in our life right now. I don't think that our goals align. I don't think that our beliefs align. Whatever it is, that's out of alignment, right? But I do wish you the best moving forward. If for whatever reason you don't feel safe or comfortable, maybe he was a little aggressive, you don't know, he might curse you, <laughs> curse you out after, then you might wanna end the call and then follow up with the text. Same okay. text. Hey James, it was a pleasure to meet you. However, I'm not really sure if we're looking for the same things. Our beliefs align, blah, 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 blah. I wish you the best moving forward. Send, and if you really think that he's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you could block him right after. <laughs> okay, okay. I have okay. been good with that with telling people that are, you know, going in a different direction. I don't go for anything like that. So I, I, complete, I love how you put it though. That's very great advice, I love it. Okay. And then the last piece of advice I'm going to give you is that in order for you to be found by the partner that you deserve, you have to put yourself out there. Have to, have to, have to. There's no way around it. You can just go out socially. That's fine. You could just go out on dating apps. That's fine. But the best approach is all approaches to go out socially as well as to position yourself on dating apps so that you're meeting as many people as possible. This is a numbers game. It's okay. a numbers game. The more people that you meet and you interact with, the more likely you are to be found by the partner that you deserve. And that interaction doesn't only have to be with men because there are plenty of couples who are hooked up through a sister, through a brother, through yeah, a colleague, yeah. right? So just expanding on your network overall is gonna put you in a better position to be found by the partner that you deserve. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Okay, Deja, so before we wrap up, what lingering questions do you have? What concerns, what didn't we tap on that you wanna wrap up with? Well, I'm not like a, I'm not like a clubbing person, so I guess I'm just thinking, what? places do I go? I mean, I like going to restaurants and things like that. I do go to like a dance class as a hobby um, and stuff like that, but it's all women <laughs> that go mm -hmm. to these uh, dance classes. So I guess in my mind, I'm like, or do I just, I like to go hiking and sometimes I see, you know, men do that. But I guess in my mind, I'm thinking like, what, what places do I go to in regards to putting myself out there, you know? Yep, excellent question. So this is what you're gonna do. I don't even want you to think hard. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go to eventbrite.com. If you already okay. have an account, you're gonna go to the settings. If you don't have an account, you're gonna create one. And then as you create the account, they're gonna ask you, what types of events would you like for us to let you know about? You're gonna okay. read those events. And as you read each event or type of event, you're gonna ask yourself, would a majority of men be here? 
If the answer okay. is yes, and you can stomach the event, you're gonna check off that box. So what do I mean by that? They might say, you're reading the list and it says cigar bars, right? Now, if you know that you're asthmatic and you can't deal with smoke, are a lot of men there? Yes, but you can't stomach it? No, so don't check it off. But okay. if you like basketball anyway, right? If you like football anyway, if you can stomach it, if it's decent, baseball, I cannot deal. I would never, you could not pay me to go to a baseball game, okay? I could do basketball. I would check off basketball games or sporting okay. events, right? Now, if you get to a cooking class, don't check it off because it's either going to be women or couples who attend those events. If you get to dance classes, don't check it off because as you said, you've already experienced, we already know yeah. more likely than not, it's probably going to be either women yeah or couples. So you're reading through the list. Don't even, I don't even want you to, to, to brainstorm. Where do guys, nope, read the list. They already have every type of event you can imagine okay. on okay. Eventbrite. Check off the boxes that where you think, okay, a majority of men would be there, straight men, and I can stomach this. I can go and I can imagine kinda having some fun. Okay. That's, and then, sorry, second piece is they're going to ask you, how frequently do you want us to let you know about these events? I want you to check off every day. Okay. Why? This is why. You don't have time to go every day. However, right. I want you to be annoyed and reminded in your inbox. <laughs> and every time you see an Eventbrite email that pops up, it's going to be like, damn, Alice says I got to go outside. Hi, right, I'm going to go outside this weekend. If you put once a week, it's going to go in one ear and out the next. You might just right. delete the emails immediately. If you're reminded every single day that you, Deja, said that you desire to be in a long-term committed relationship that leads to a happy, fulfilling marriage. That's what I said. So every time I see that Evite email or Eventbrite email, I'm going to open it so I can see what's going on in my city. It's going to force your hand. Okay. Okay, I like makes that. Makes sense? It makes a lot of sense. Okay. All right, Deja, I want to thank you for taking your time out thank for joining you. us here on the single season. I hope that we've helped you to navigate these sometimes treacherous waters a little <laughs> bit more safely. Do you think it's fair to say? Do you feel a little bit yeah. more prepared? I do. You really, you really gave me a sense of direction. So I know what I have to do. Or it's just up to me to execute it. So I appreciate your advice. Yes, absolutely. Just like you talk about that entrepreneurship and executing <laughs> on that, I need you to execute on this. You say it's okay. a desire, so you have to make it happen. Yes, ma'am, will do. Yes, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Deja. Thank you. Bye-bye. So for our closing conversation, I hope that you guys were able to extrapolate something from the conversation with Deja. The fact that she says that she desires this long-term committed relationship that leads to marriage means that you have to execute. So many of us say that we desire things. I'm gonna lose 10 pounds this year. I'm gonna grow back my edges, child. I'm gonna find me a husband. And then we don't execute. So instead of us just saying what we want, we have to make a decision that this is what we desire. This is what we deserve. We put a plan in place and we do the work. It has been a pleasure having you guys tune in this week. If you need any guidance or support, all I need you to do is to go to my website, alignwithallison.com to book a consultation. Or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can go ahead and visit the same website, alignwithallison.com. It has been a pleasure.